Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world, or time zone. My name is Emmanuel Eshen, or Manny, or Eman. This is an audio documentation of conversations I'll be having with people I call friends and family. We'll be learning about me, but more importantly, the guests during the conversation. Over time, the guests you'll meet during a conversation have become people I enjoy being around and talking to. I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as I enjoyed having it. Cheers. Hi, boomers. Hello. <laughs> Do you need to relax a little bit? Or this is nerve breaking for you? No, I just, I'm, this, I've just never done this before. Same so. here. Same here. Well, um, everyone, if you don't know who this is, this is my wife, um, my bestie, um, some, some know her as Destiny, um, I know her, and only I know her as, as, you know, the best thing that ever happened to me, um, yeah, this is Mrs. Boobers. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> This is this is Miss Mrs. Eshen, um, Destiny Eshen, and so, yeah. Um, going in straight into the conversation, um, just want to check in with you, and so. First thing I'm gonna ask you is what what mood are you in at the moment? My mood, um, tired. Tired. Relaxing. Mm. Yeah. Chilling with Chillin'. you and Bobia. Bobia is the nickname for our dog Ria. Um, who is a Wyatt Dodson Jack Russell mix. Yes. Um, yeah. Shout out to Ria. <laughs> um, my next question is, what color would you say you are currently? If you were to, if you were to <clears throat> describe yourself as a color. Either a deep blue or a deep brown. Deep brown. So, like, what would... I know this isn't in the questions that I was going to ask, but, like, what what object would be something that would assimilate or have that same kind of color? What object? Yeah, or a thing. Um, like with the color? Mm-hmm. So is it like deep blue, like, like the sea? Yeah, or deep like... blue, like the, the sea. And, oh yeah, sorry. And then like brown, like rich soil. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, <laughs> and in general, how are you feeling? Uh, yeah, just... Just pretty tired, pretty, pretty beat right now. I feel you. <laughs> and so, um, next part of the conversation is observation. So, like, where are you currently? And that it could be, you know, a mental space or a physical space. Mm. Um, well, physically, we're in our, our new home, um, which is nice um, to see it getting settled. And, and we're enjoying our time here. So, mm-hmm. um so I'm here at home and then, um, internally I'm probably, um, um, 
don't know, I'm just really low energy right mm. now. Um, uh, internally, I feel tried. <laughs> mm. I feel... Um, yeah. Yeah. Internally, I feel like I, I, I don't have... I feel depleted, I think, mm. internally. And so, like, my next question is, where would you rather be? Um, well, I would definitely rather be here in our house. Um, but mm. if we could be away from here, I would love to be at a beach. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's kind of like the deep blue, like the longing mm-hmm. for um, just the water. Like, I find the ocean refreshing, and I find that it being in something, in the space of something that's so large and so vast reminds me of the vastness of God and challenges me to, you know, take time to sit with him. And I've, I think I've found that to be hard lately. Mm. So that's where I would rather be right now. Mm. And so next part of this discussion, we've said it, I guess, at the beginning, but your name is Destiny. Yes, so... <laughs> that's me. And so... Do you know what your name means? Yes. And what does it mean? Um, it means fate or faith. Hmm. Fate or faith. Yes. That's awesome. And so my next question then is where are you from? Uh, born in Indianapolis, Indiana. But would that is that where you would say you're from? Yeah, that's where I'm yeah? from. Yeah? Okay. And so, um, this is a funny question. Um, how did we meet? Um, we met at Jubilee. Officially, the first time we met was at Jubilee in mm-hmm. 2018. 18, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah 2018. No? Was it 18? Yeah, because that would have been... Well, no, yeah. Well, there's two stories, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it oh, was this. 2018. I was at Jubilee in 2017, mm-hmm. but yeah. that was when I was interviewing. Oh. And so I didn't do all the other stuff. I just was there for the conference and okay. to interview. So Okay. Um, and that was at the International um, um, Cross-Cultural. Cross-Cultural Dinner. Yeah. And, and, so, yeah. and so Jubilee is in Pittsburgh. Yes, it's a conference. Okay. Uh, for a, a Christian conference that is geared towards college students, but uh, people all other than college students can come. Um, and it's national, and I think going beyond, actually, it's pretty international mm. um, at this point, probably. So that's where we met at the dinner. <laughs> I just think it's that, like, I don't know. How he doesn't remember meeting me at that dinner. I don't, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't, I don't remember meeting you. I remember because, because you, you talked a lot. I did talk a lot. (laughs) I did talk a lot, but like those kind of international cultural things, those are like my bread and butter. (laughs) Yeah, and then, and then you went and in Swahili. Yeah. So and that's how I was like, oh, he sounds nice. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, but that's where we met. Mm. How we met? 
Yeah. Officially the first time. Officially the first time. <laughs> and so, um, what are your favorite foods? Hmm. Well, I, I, I think, um, obviously arugas has made it in there. Um, Manny yeah. and I regularly have arugas on Fridays. Yeah, yeah. Fridays so, are for arugas. And so arugas is like this, um... I mean, we've never been, if, if we're being honest. No, been I've been in, per- well, in person before, pre-COVID, yeah, I, I've been to a I, have, have I ever been with I, you? I don't think you've ever been. No, I've never me, been. No. So, like, is it like a bar? Like it's a, a bar. Okay. Um, I've Again, I've only been to the one in Shippensburg, but mm-hmm. um, it's, yeah, it's like a restaurant bar. Mm. Um, yeah. Lots of TVs, sports, um, on kind of vibes. Okay. So... So like anything specific from there? Or was yes, just... they're they're loaded bacon and cheese fries with their special sauce, um, <laughs> and yeah. then um, of course just my boo bears cookings. Um, my boo bears is a, a wonderful chef. In fact, he does most of the cooking. Um, the vegetables be on point, um, <laughs> and it's what I need. Like it's literally what I need to help me get through. Mm. Um, get through the, what day. the day, yeah, yeah, and energetically and yeah. digestively, and like it's just very, um, it's an it's, ne- it's necessary. Um, so anything my boo bears cooks is really my favorite. Um, <laughs> um uh-huh. yeah, uh, and we and we like PJs too. We do like PJs. Um, in Harrisburg which is like similar to arugas yeah yeah kind of but they have yeah 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 they both have a lot of gluten-free stuff which is yeah good yeah and so like your favorite artist music art stuff like that um yeah definitely have to say Andy Mineo Kid Cudi um mm-hmm. I enjoy Kanye um mm-hmm. uh who who else well I mean, definitely Lincoln Park. Um, <laughs> I have to say, shout out to Lincoln Park. Yeah. Um, and you know, Slipknot still gets listened to. Yeah. Um, but oh, Drake. You know, but I feel like you know that's that's kind of a given. But Drake yeah. is definitely up there yeah. in my top five. Mm. Um. And uh, you know, uh, starting to dabble into a little bit of little baby and mm-hmm. um. Yeah, Zed's dead. Zed's dead is definitely my mm. my top five too. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, that's uh what I'm what I really like listening to. You're R and B head too. I am. I'm a old head going to say. I won't. This 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 part at least is about you. Um. And so yeah, I'm just gonna switch. So. Um, my next question then is, do you have to code switch? And for those that don't know what code switching is, it's kind of, um, I don't have like a verbatim or a dictionary definition of it, but it's kind of like, like you don't, I mean, some people do, but like, you know, you don't talk to your parents the same way you talk to your friends. Right. Or, or, you know, the way that you talk to your bosses and the way that you talk to your husband or wife or whatever the case may be there's different co-worker you're all co oh yeah or co-worker so um 
So yeah, and and so that that could be maybe in a more prof- that's a more professional, mm-hmm. you know, familial um, setting. But like, do you find yourself code switching in other senses as well? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely would say, um, as a woman, like code switching is just inevitable. Um. Mm. Um, and in many spaces, um, and yeah, I definitely see that even like with like growing up, like I really wanted to please my family and, um, get good grades and, you know, be a good student and be a good kid or whatever. And, um, but you know, that wasn't the same, <laughs> uh, you know, person that I was bringing into spaces with friends necessarily mm-hmm. or, um, or maybe it's like different family members or maybe it's, um, you know, jobs, you know, school mm-hmm. work, um, you know, the, the places I, I, and spaces that I feel that I can truly be just unfiltered me is really just with you and with the, with the Lord. Um, you know, I mean, I do have some relationships where people do get to see more of me, but um, it's, I think it's definitely hard. I think I, I probably code switch a lot. Hmm. And so with that being said, like, um, are there any dreams and aspirations that you have? Maybe not having to code switch, you know, or yeah, what professionally or whatever it is. Um, I mean, yeah, um, I will, well, I guess one thing I will say too is that like, um, the hard part about code switching is it, it tends to make you be inauthentic to who you truly are. Mm. And I think that's something that really bothers me Mm. about it. And at the same time, like with code switching, sometimes it's forced where you, you really feel like you have to do it to survive. And then also the other side of it is, is like you choose how much you let other people see you. Mm. Um, and, and that, and I guess that is also a way of survival where it's like, you're, you know, you're protecting things that maybe isn't for everyone to know, um, Mm -hmm. about you or yeah. So, I mean, in, in some ways I think it's, it can be, um, healthy, like a way to have boundaries. Um, and also, like it could be a hindrance um, hmm. to where you you know you, you you don't you can't be yourself. So I think balance is probably balance key with that. Yeah, hmm. as with anything. Hmm. And so with that, like, do you have any like dreams and aspirations that you have? I mean, I know some of them, but like outside of coach coach switching. Mm-hmm. Do I have any dreams or aspirations? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I hope that we'll one day see like whatever it is that God intends for us to do with Olive's Branch Healing. Mm-hmm. Um, Olive's Branch Healing is um, our nonprofit that we started in 2020. 
um, with a little mare, a little horse named Olive. She's not little. Um, she is little. She's definitely like 800 pounds. She's... (laughs) 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 So, obviously, that's really vague, but, like, she's a small horse. In comparison to Um, other horses, yeah, yeah, I'd say so. She's a small horse. Our other two are about 1,100 and 1,200 pounds. So... That to give some context into why I said that, <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, yeah, so we restore horses and restore people, and we do mm-hmm. that through um, rescuing, rehabilitating, and repurposing horses in, in and with the community. Um, and we really seek to specifically involve um, people who maybe have been ostracized from the uh, the equestrian community, and in particular, being. Um, people of color and um, people from the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's um, my yeah. My dream is just to see our equine assisted services become um, more well known, and mm-hmm. and that we will have a, a functioning business that doesn't operate at a loss, mm-hmm. um, and and that you know that we as the workers will be paid our wages that are due for mm-hmm. the, the incredible things that we see happen to people mm-hmm. who interact with the horses yeah so that's that's my dream and aspiration is to do that full time and to to be mm. compensated for the work that i do yeah yeah jeez <laughs> um i think yeah i think some people don't realize how big of a mountain that is to climb yeah. um i mean we see it um, but yeah, uh, and so to transition, um, what have you done, um, or accomplished that you're proud of? Um, well, it's God who lines it all up, who orchestrates Facts. this, Facts. this whole thing. Um, Facts. so yeah, I never, well, I knew I wanted to get married, but never, not, I won't say never, but there were points in my life where I thought that like, man, this is, this is not going to happen for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were just talking about this yesterday, I think. Yeah. Um, but you know, just the work that, uh, the inner work that I had to go through and surrender, mm-hmm. um, to God, you know, mm-hmm. the things that I thought that I needed in a spouse Mm-hmm. And him changing my heart and my mind to what mm-hmm. I actually needed <laughs> in mm-hmm. a spouse. Um, mm-hmm. Because he knows knows me better than I know myself. So mm-hmm. um, that's something that, you know, that's happened and that we're still mm-hmm. together. And it wasn't just the one act of being mm-hmm. married on a wedding day, but mm-hmm. um, that our marriage is, is continuing. Yeah. Um, and so that's something that I'm really proud of and proud to be a part of and thankful to God that he blessed me with you. So oh, um, that's shucks. number one. <laughs> number two is, um, yeah, just pursuing a dream that's been there since I was... You are like five. A kid, yeah. yeah. And, and, yeah. And maybe it was just always, just always been there, but mm-hmm. I had to see it. Because... Like, I read about horses in books, but then when I seen them in person, mm-hmm. like, oh, that was... That was it. It was it. Mm-hmm. That was it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I'm truly grateful to be back in the world of horses, even though it is very hard. Um, mm-hmm. And 
Um, I'm grateful that I hold a certification um, as mm-hmm. an equine specialist in mental health and learning, um, which allows us to, to offer the services that we do. Um, and I'm also really proud that I'm riding again mm-hmm. um, after ACL, MCL. Uh, tear that was injury mad. and surgery that so um yeah mm-hmm. those are some things yeah um next question question is um what are you too proud to never do <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i guess um quick what's what i'm gonna say um quick um aside to just this question um Destiny and I were just talking about stuff that um, we aren't ever too proud to do. So I was just going to ask her, just the inverse, what are you too proud to never do? Um, <laughs> so this, I just want to make sure I'm understanding the question yeah. right. It's like... Um, what are you too proud to never do? Like you won't do it like... You know, that's like someone says you'll do it. You're like that's <laughs> that's not me. Uh, Is it? I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know if if I I don't want to be too proud. You know, to do anything unless it's ethically like mm-hmm. or spiritually. Sh- or, yeah, yeah, ethically, spiritually, like nah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm not doing that. So I, I would hope that like I would be, you know, whatever is asked of me, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'll try. Mm-hmm. I'll try my best. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I guess let me ask the inverse of this question then. Um, what are you not ever too proud to do? <laughs> what am I not ever too proud to do? <laughs> Clean stalls. <laughs> Cleaning stalls. So, um, what, what, for the listeners, for the people that don't know what a stall is, a stall in the equestrian world, that's where a horse, I mean, really, they don't live there, um, they live wherever they want, (laughs) um, they are outdoor animals, but, you know, um, we as humans, we keep them in stalls for multiple reasons, um, well, one, we don't want them maybe to potentially get injured, to that's I guess um confined area where we can you know care for them. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's a confined area where we can care for them. Um, it provides shelter from weather. Yeah. Um, and, you know whether that's rain or heat mm-hmm. or cold. Um, it's it's mm-hmm. shelter. Um, mm-hmm. stalls also are a way to keep the horses cleaner in the event that Thanks. you have things Thanks. going on and it's muddy outside Thanks. you can stick them in there um Thanks. and yeah like you mentioned like if a horse is injured and they're lame um you don't want them gallivanting all around you want them Thanks. to spend some time letting mm-hmm. allowing their head let head legs to heal or whatever mm-hmm. is injured so you might put them in a stall mm-hmm. um they also might have just been bred mm-hmm. so giving them time to let the the sperm settle where it needs mm-hmm. to um to increase conception rate so there's Mm. different different reasons why you might have a stall and also like people don't have the amount of land that they used to anymore Mm. and so stalls help 
of confinement. Yeah, oh, like apartments. Yeah. Like apartments, okay. Yeah. Okay. And so you're not ever too proud to clean a store? <laughs> no. No, that's and, literally my job. And so, <laughs> it's not literally. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's it's a really good portion of my job. Yeah, yeah, but like cleaning stalls. Um, I guess what are the details would you say of cleaning a stall? Um, I've I've cleaned stalls, you know, but like you know, this is something that you <laughs> you're you're a pro at. So what would you, I, I mean, I'm not gonna say I'm a pro in comparison to you. <laughs> I mean, I know how to do it. Uh, it's not know? something that, like, you go around and like, hey, yeah, I'm a professional <laughs> stall cleaner. Uh, but, I mean, uh... <laughs> no, um, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would say some things that are important is, like, what what are the what's the information the stall is giving you about the horse? Mm. So, um, stalls are also a great way to do health checks and mm. see, like, has the horse eaten all of its grain? Mm. What does the poop consistency look like? Mm. <laughs> um, have they drink any water? Mm-hmm. Um, does it look, were, th- were the shavings tossed around throughout the night? Does it look like they were restless? Do they lay down? Mm. Um, you know, like, how much hay was eaten out of the stall? So... Mm. Um, like those are really good indicators where there's scratches on, on the walls, was poop smeared on the wall. Like was the horse themselves scratching themselves or Yeah. Or rearing up and trying to get over to the other stall. Yeah, Yeah, trying to kick the gate down. (laughs) Yeah. So it can tell you um a good bit of information concerning the uh, normal slash abnormal behaviors going mm. on with a horse. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you have any advice for people in your profession um, that you wish you had been given when you started? I'm sure it's a book, <sighs> I'm sure it's a book you could have written. Yeah, the first thing that comes to mind with this question is, is you don't have to go to college. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to go to college. That's facts. Yeah, like you don't have like you can you can do certifications. You can ride in clinics. You can invest mm-hmm. your time just working somewhere, mm-hmm. and and then spending your time if you're younger, especially like just get your riding foundation down. If that's mm-hmm. something that you want to do, mm-hmm. um, you know, like invest your time there invest your time building relationships with horses like if, if you want to do horses you want to be doing a lesson program or you want to work with mm-hmm. uh riders of all abilities or anything pertaining to horses like I, I i would just say like what is available to you now that you don't have to be locked into a four-year contract a four-year plus contract I mean, yeah. paying large sums of money for mm-hmm. um I think there are enough certifications, there are enough clinics um, that people can do now that you don't need to do this four-year degree to get a limited amount of actual experience. Mm-hmm. You get the classroom knowledge, like, at least that was my, my experience, there's lots of classroom learning, but mm-hmm. you really had to go in, on your own and do those uh, outside of the classroom experiences mm-hmm. and for me as a hands-on learner mm-hmm. that was crucial um mm-hmm. so 
yeah, I would just, I would just make that challenge of like explore around before like going into some hard locked commitment where you're going to owe a bunch of money mm-hmm. and then you're going to come out and you're not going to get paid that much because yeah. we don't make a lot of money in, in the equestrian world. Yeah. It's very hard earned. Which is, yeah, interesting to me. And so my, maybe like that's an interesting segue into my next question or yeah, and my final question in this transition, um, what in life um, frustrates you or makes you happy um, at the moment or in general? Um, uh, I think, oh, I don't know. Um, and it could be something serious or something silly. Doesn't have to be. Okay, well, what what makes me giggle right now and that I really enjoy yeah. is watching this guy on Instagram. Um, the guy, Jude, yeah. I think his, his Instagram handle is... Uh, the guy that glides. Yes. Um, so if you guys don't know what gliding is, you just got to check out... I think his name is, is Juju. Hmm. Um, um, what she's doing right now is looking at, at Instagram um, photos of horses. L- just to let you know. Okay. Anyway, uh, it's Ju Juby two fi. Uh, yeah. So it's spelled J U B I two, the number two, um, F Y E. Yeah. So and if you look him up on Instagram. Yeah, like him and his buddies, I don't know. They seem like they're younger. They like go to all these different places like the mall and parks and pools and stuff. And then they just bust out doing their the glide dance mm-hmm. and like he can do it going up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's so incredible. And I just love watching these videos because I enjoy their fun and I enjoy the fact that they're having fun um and they're hanging out like this is not like mm-hmm. you know knife talk like drake be talking about you know what i mean knife like they're like drake and 21 savage yeah <laughs> but it's just it's just yeah 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 it's just black people having fun so That's it's good. nice to watch That's what i enjoy right now um what frustrates me is not getting like the time that i need to to rest mm. um i think Again, I mentioned feeling low energy, so mm-hmm. um, it really wears on me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Well, um, we're on the reflection part of, of the conversation, so um, so I just want to thank Destiny a lot for being the first guest. She's the bestest. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, she she's awesome. Um, and so I just want to thank you for being my first guest on. Um, this, I'd say it's probably an experiment, maybe um, a journey of some sort. Um, and so, yeah, thank you, Des. Appreciate it. And so my final thing, it was well, second last thing is just, um, do you have any what we call QTCCs? So questions, thoughts, comments, concerns for me. Um, do you feel like you have to code switch? Um, yeah, all the time, all the time, I guess. Yeah, I grew up in, um, 
four different um, cultures. Um, cultures that I didn't at the like when I moved into them I didn't speak the um no that's not true um, that like I guess I didn't understand what was going on culturally so like yeah for sure I definitely needed to code switch mm-hmm. um, like you know the way I am with like some of my American friends is the way isn't the way that I am with some of my Ghanaian friends or mm-hmm. family. Which isn't the way some uh, I am mm. with like like some of my South African friends or family, um, or or just I don't know just different people, um, but yeah like as Destiny said I don't really have to quote code switch with Destiny I just kind of speak Chi which is like my mother tongue um, from Ghana, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's hard because, you know, you do all this code switching and then the question becomes, who, who are you? Who are you? You know, really. And so are you, are you an amalgamation of all those? So for me, like the question is, am I just all those cultures or my interpretation of those cultures? Um, am I in the embodiment, embodiment of all those cultures? Um, and my interpretation of them, or like, you know, do I um, continue to like? Well, I'm this way with South Africans, I'm this way with Ghanaian, Tanzanians, Kenyans, Americans, and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I mean, I think I've come to um, the answer that, like, I can. I feel comfortable in like, like every room, in a sense. Like, but after I analyze what's going on, and then, um, yeah, like, can I, um, um, not fit in, but like, can I adapt mm-hmm. to what's going on if I have to? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know, because I grew up in South Africa, um, like, it was right before, I was born right before apartheid ended, um, and for those who don't know what apartheid is, like, you can do a Google search on it, um, it's really long to explain, but, like, um, yeah, I grew up, I grew up speaking Afrikaans, because the area I grew up in, like, was predominantly... African speaking um, area, so like that was that. But my parents are from Ghana; they speak English and then they speak their mother tongue. So like that was something I was I just grew up in, and so I just had to be comfortable with adapting to wherever I go. Mm. Um, so yeah, like code switching, like I am code switch, code switching, <laughs> all the time, and it's it's like. Yeah, it's I, I don't I don't think I'm tired of it because it's just something that I've had to do. Um and I think that's like really a part of my identity. Whether, you know, it mm. makes me inauthentic or not, you know, that's that's up to others to debate. But like mm. that's where I feel comfortable is like not having to fit into the mold of a particular culture mm-hmm. or language or um people group or whatever the case may be. So yeah. 
Yeah. Any other common yeah. thoughts? Um, what are your dreams and aspirations? Um, being married. Well, first and foremost, I'm a I'm a Christian. Um, yes. so. So um, my dreams and aspirations like really align with um my wife Blue Bear's destiny. Um, so like. You know, as 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 long as she's good, like I feel good, I feel comfortable, I feel like I'm in a good place, and, and so like yeah, whatever her dreams and aspirations are, is kind of where I'm I'm at, you know, and and like a lot of her dreams and aspirations align with a lot of my interests. Um, they might not look the same, but like they. Um, they, they, uh, they differ, you know, in, in, in a lot of ways, but like are like similar still. So yeah, I don't know. Like I do want to be a licensed architect, you know, maybe design a barn or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, design what a farm might look like, you know, the, the uh, not urban but like just the spatial what do, what does what do, what's it what does it look like how does it interact with the um ecology around mm-hmm. it and stuff like that and so yeah I, I mean i am interested in that but i also like doing fashion um i also enjoy fashion so so yeah i mean like everything <laughs> i want to do everything um, <laughs> Yeah, so everything that you see me do and know me as, I want to just do that at maybe a, at a bigger scale. Okay. Yeah. Quality. Thanks. Last yeah. question I have is... Go ahead. What is your name? Oh, what is my name? Um, my name is Emmanuel Eschen. Um, and, and I'm assuming you're going to ask what it means. Yep. So, um, Emmanuel is a biblical name. Um, it means God, God is with us, God with us. Um, and, um, my last name, Eshin, is an English-sized version, um, of the number seven, um, in my dad's language, Eshin. I forget how to say it in Fonti, which is what my dad, my dad's culture my dad's um, tribe, that's where it comes from. But it's Eshin. So, like, God with us seven is what my name means, um, if you were to um, translate it. So, yeah. Quality. Um, well, thank you. And then I'm going to plug um, my wife, Destiny, and everything that she does. Um, it's going to be a link in the um, description of this podcast and um, excuse me and yeah I just want to thank you guys for um, listening Uh, yeah um, DM me or yeah if you have my number text me if you have any questions about anything we discussed so thank you guys and have a good day